Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Oracle, Dave Schofield, come at you. It's Tuesday night. It's just after 9 p.m. Where else would you rather be, Steelers fans? And with me, as always, except when he's not, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? It's going okay tonight. Okay. (laughs) You're making me wait for it. Everybody, (laughs) everybody have fun tonight. (laughs) That are 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 you actually referring to the song or are you referring to Fraser Crane on Cheers? Fraser Crane on Cheers. Yeah. It's like I uh, gotta love it. Uh, dude, that felt weird. That felt weird. For those of you that are wondering, I did wear my Oracle shirt tonight for you listening, for those of you listening in in odd in podcast form, in audio form, uh, that you can't see it. I'm just saying that. I that's how I introduced myself tonight. That didn't sound right, but bottom line is I'm trying to take away, I'm trying to be able to talk and take everything away without saying the title, without saying what I am with the website, because in case this is your first podcast that you've caught in almost a week, this uh, we made an announcement last Thursday that SB Nation decided to basically gut the biggest part of their 
podcast platform. They're keeping a few of them on, but they're letting most of them go. Uh, we were one of the ones who were let go, uh, which was surprising because we were the number one podcast in all of 2020 for SP Nation. But we ended up as not to steal uh, Jeffrey's thunder, but on the cutting room floor. Um, if you want to know more about that, you could go back to Thursday night's preview. If Or we did an audio-only podcast, uh, Jeff, Brian, and I, to announce it. Don't panic. Don't worry. Nothing's going to change. The way SB Nation has it is that our feed stays with us, supposedly, which means, well, definitely our YouTube our feed does. So you all don't have to worry about that. Um but it's going to be a different name come March 1st. It's not going to be behind the steel curtain. We will let you know, all know that name shortly um, as we iron a few things out. But we are not going away. You will still be able to find us exactly where most of you find us anyway um, on YouTube, Facebook Live, if you're here with us now. Um, and if you're with us on the audio side, we'll still be on all, all the same places such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, was it Stitcher? I don't even know. I do Apple Podcasts. I don't even know what they are after that. So just to sum that up, uh, Rich, want to have anything you want to say about that? Yeah, I do. Um, hey, uh, Wes, um, SB Nation did not do away with BTSC, the website. They did yes. away with BTSC, the podcast. The podcast. So the the podcast. podcast will be moving. Which, so. I mean... I don't want to bite the hand that feeds you, but at the same time, podcasts seem to be more on the up and up than the stuff, you know, than, than websites. But so maybe um, we don't know exactly why they picked who they picked. If you, if you listen to any other SB nation podcasts, especially some of them were cut. Um, I mean, my goodness, I was listening to one um, uh, just to, to, to try to get to know some of the other people because that were in the same boat. And, the, and one was, I listened to one because it was the the person who was in charge of the NHL, the websites for the NHL. All but six of those websites got cut. Pennsburg did make the cut for those of you that also like to go there. Uh, not their podcast, but they'll be going with us. Uh, they'll be they'll be in the in the same place um, that that we're landing at. We'll have more on that in the future. But uh, any SB Nation podcast out there that doesn't want to stop doing what they're doing, uh, we. Have a have a way for them to keep doing that here at Behind the Steel Curtain. I'm saying Behind the Steel Curtain now because that's who we are for now. But those uh, the podcast formerly known as Behind the Steel Curtain. But, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Steelers. But I want to bring up we got a super chat. This is from Degeneration X, who um, I'll say it at the end says, uh, uh, "Give this guy a thumbs up." They, I think he meant these guys. Um, a thumbs up. They work hard at what they do. And I'm Biggie Bronco. For those of you that know Biggie Bronco that's in there um, in, in our live chats at times, I guess that's a new name. Hey, people were changing names. It's all right. You just got to say who you were and who you're going to be because we're in the same boat. Um, but uh, therefore, I'm just you know trying to get used to it. Rich, have you ever noticed this? Jeff Hartman says that if you play the BTSC drinking game with with one Brian Anthony Davis every time he says some form of it in a podcast you won't make it to the end um I don't I think saw, that's the case I anymore the, I saw that on the slack channel the other oh. day pop up where Jeff put that in there and I was in my office and laughed out loud and the person in the office next to me was like what and I was like just read something funny <laughs> just read something funny uh Mark Tobin the answer is 
No. Uh, the answer is definitively no when it comes to YouTube. And it is, uh, we were told no when it comes to even the podcast form. Uh, we, they just have to get everything with behind the scenes uh, done that we get to take our our feed with us uh, wherever we go. And we're actually, you know, we, we're getting that all set up right now. And it's it's going, not only is it, not not only is it going to be fine, it's actually going to be kind of exciting for us. It really is. Uh, but I, we just want to prepare you all that it'll be a different name. And the stuff with SB Nation has been in the news and some people were concerned. There were some people that reached out to us right away, curious about stuff. We're like, well, we'll let you all know. We'll let you all know. But we didn't want to keep people hanging that were wondering uh, because they heard about that in the news several weeks ago. Um, but you know what? We're going to be all right because you all are all right. You all rock. That's the thing. You know, we we, we had the, the the super chat that says these guys work hard at what they do. What well, we do, but we only do it because of you all. It really is because of you all. So that that's it. Um, Just me wants to know where's Tony going. Tony's not going anywhere. Tony is 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 still with us, but Tony's schedule changed based on a job change for him outside of what he does here. So therefore, he's he's been away from the from the hangover for for a while, but he'll be back on the hangover. Mm -hmm. He's had to step away from his from his six pack show. Um, but Tony's not going anywhere. Tony just has to change up his schedule. Um, and if Tony's definitely not going anywhere from the website, as long as we got that, because uh, uh, do you enjoy Tony's writing? I Tony's I do. different. Uh, Tony's yeah. written word. I mean, I, honestly, I'm pretty sure out of everyone at, at behindthestillcurtain.com that he has been writing there the longest. He predates Jeff. Yeah. So uh, he, he really brings it there and he'll stir the pot a lot, which is, which is great. So um, <laughs> this was pretty funny that uh, Wes says I was Wes. I'm going to be Wes. <laughs> so we don't have to talk. We, you know, that that's just kind of tying a bow on some things for those of you that, you know, that might not have been here uh, or been there Thursday. We don't want to talk about this a bunch. We want to talk about that's, the Steelers that's right. and we're, we're not even going to dive into a bunch of news. And here's why. We have another, we have a, a, an audio only podcast. It started this morning where Jeff Hartman, he's done a couple of them. It might not necessarily always be Jeff because we don't want it to all fall on the same person all the time. We want to give you a five minute Steelers update podcast every morning. You wake up, you want to know what's happened with the Steelers. The most important thing, boom, five minutes. You can, you can listen to it while you're cooking your breakfast, while you're eating your breakfast, while you're, while you're, I, while I don't you're think you can do I was going to say, while you're in the shower, if you can hear it in the shower, I was going to say, I don't think you could do it while you're blow drying your hair. Probably wouldn't be able to hear it. Um, you know, when I listen to podcasts, I, 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 what's that? Well, I don't have any hair. So I, 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 I was going to say, I was going to be really <laughs> nice right now and be like, that was hilarious. Dave, he would have to do a five hair. second podcast in order for my <laughs> hair to be dry. Um, but, uh, but I listen to my podcast, believe it or not, I put my headphones in when I'm shopping. That way, I don't have to listen to other people talk. <laughs> I can just go and go through the aisles and do my grocery shopping and not have to worry about it. Listen to podcasts. So, um, 
<sighs> so, so we don't have to jump into a bunch of news. Jeff talked this morning about the whole Brian Flores hiring uh, tomorrow. You know, and there's not a lot of Steelers news right now, so we'll cover some other things. He covered a, a, a high-profile mock draft. I think was one of the things that he had um, that, that you could you'll get tomorrow morning. Uh, some good stuff there. So that kind of frees us to jump right into what we're going to talk about, Rich. And we're we're going back and forth, offense and defense. To give you all a little reminder, in case this is this is your first time tuning in, we're just picking position groups, and we're doing the style of show that we do during the season. And that is, being on Tuesday, we look back, and then we look forward. We're the transition show. So we're transitioning with position groups. We've been going back and forth with offense and defense. Um, last week, it was running back, which... That was a lot of fun just talking about how much better the running back situation has gotten oh, year after year after year. Yeah. You know, we're asking about the third, about RB3. Last year we were asking about RB2. The year before we were asking about RB1. So it's really nice to just be yeah. concerned about that. So now we're getting to a position group that, my goodness, two seasons ago was the best in the NFL for the Steelers. Well, hold on. I guess it would be three seasons ago, not over the last two seasons, but before that, 2020, they were actually, so I guess technically it would be, it would be in, in, there's been two seasons since then. That's the way I'm thinking of it. We're getting into the defensive line tonight. That's where we're going to dive because there's been a lot of change. Let's look at last year. What was the biggest change we saw or the, well, I kind of saw coming, but ended up affecting the Steelers last year when it came to the defensive line, Rich. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking I about. I am talking about a retirement. Because we, I think I think June 1st was a Wednesday, and it was Tuesday oh, yeah. night on our uh, show. I mentioned about the next day being June 1st, and it could be an issue. And Dagnabbit, I was right. I didn't want to be, but I was. Yeah, you're right. It was and, it was the retirement. Yeah. See, and and, and, and Cherry's got thinking. it. Cherry's got it. She knew it was because it was the retirement of Stefan to it. Right. But see, to me, I don't even think of the retirement because it wasn't just one year that we yeah. had, had him missing. It had actually been for two years. But yeah. That was the, the finality of it, yes. wasn't it? Because it, it was still a question all offseason, like is he really going to come back or is he not? What kind of player is Stefan Tua going to be if he does? So in essence, it it answered all the questions. And even though, you know, I, I really hope Stefan Tua is, is doing well. It's been almost a year since his retirement. Uh I don't I, I don't like follow him on social media or anything like that because I, I I just don't that's not my thing. Hopefully he's doing well. Hopefully his family is is um, is is healing, and hopefully, man, that they could still continue to get some answers. Because man, that was a tragic situation, and I hope his body is now going to be where he can move forward with life, and he's not going to have serious repercussions um, with his time in the NFL moving forward. So, still wish him the best of luck, man. That dude, listening to. Um, Jeffrey Benedict talk about was it Jeffrey Benedict? 
Um, yes, he was talking about the Steelers' offensive line this morning on on um, the cutting room floor. Yeah, and he was talking about Steph. He mentioned Stephon Tuit as a defensive lineman because he was talking about that being the kind of guy and how you know the kind of player about Kevin Dotson could do well against someone who's just going to come at you hard and you have to go at him hard. And you just have to beat him. But he was like, I don't know that he could take to it. Cause that was Stefan to it. He just, he just bullied people, but he retired and that it, it, it did help. I mean, it, it did change the Steelers salary cap situation, but they basically were bringing back one. Well, I forget two defensive linemen from the year before that, that that played significantly in Cam Hayward and Chris Wormley. Chris Wormley. Now I think you and I were on the same page about a year ago that we're like, man, if Chris Wormley could be your first guy in off the bench, yes, that would be so much better. And boy, he had such a better year this year than he did the year before, in my opinion, coming off the bench. Not not the flashy numbers, but that's not what you expect. But play in, play out, in my opinion, especially against the run, because the whole thing was all oh, Wormley can't play the run. Wormley was actually one of their better run defenders on the defensive line last year. Yeah, because he kind of came in as the rotational piece, stayed, helped him to be able to stay fresh. Um I often wonder if it just wasn't that he had the feeling that, you know, um, the world wasn't on his shoulders, you know, yeah. it was, it, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was expect, you know, it was like, he took the attitude of, I am to come in and do my job. And he came in and did his job and did it well. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and, and I have a question here of Wes is like, how much does Wormley cost right now? Nothing. He's a free agent. So how much would he cost? That would just be speculation for the Steelers to bring him back. Uh, he's no longer under contract. And then he got hurt, you know, in the in the next to last game of the season, uh, ACL surgery. You, you hate that for someone at the end, especially going on a contract year, because there's a good chance he's not ready to start the year next year. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit when we go to look forward. So there was so it was. Cam, Wormley, the Tyson Alualu was coming back off of in, injury. Uh, the Steelers did re-sign Montrevis Adams yep. going in last year, but then they went out and made the signing of Larry Ogunjobi. Now that we see what the Steelers did to build that team, so they 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 continue and they drafted Demarvin Leal. Can't can't throw that there. So you've got the young guys like Loudermilk and Leal. You've got the like a Montrevis Adams that's been around from team to team. They got him off of a practice squad. You've got Alualu, long in the tooth um, in terms of football, coming off of a foot injury, ankle injury. Um, Cam Hayward, Wormley coming back, and then they signed Larry Ogunjobi. So they kind of did things looking at, you know, all around, keeping guys, drafting guys, signing guys. You know, it, it looked it looked really patchwork. But I think the Steelers were really deliberate in what they were, you know, when they went to get guys, especially when they signed Larry O mm-hmm. and when they drafted Leal. Um, they were looking very, very specific. Like they were like, hey, 
these are the kind of guys that kind of fill what we need. Yeah. Um, so although at first I was like, oh my goodness, the defensive line, it's going to be awfully patchwork. They're going to be terrible, uh, especially against the run. And they were good. They were fine. Yeah. They were, they were not, they were not, you know, I thought if there was going to be a real area weakness on the Steelers, it might be the defensive line and they were not a real big area of weakness, especially as the season rolled on. Yes. That well, it was, I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, I don't, I don't know that I'd say they let, got pushed let's around. Let's, yeah. let's rephrase that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said as the season wore on, actually, in my opinion, the defensive line plays played a lot better when TJ Watt was in the lineup. Yeah, that it just <laughs> everyone played better when TJ Watt was in the lineup. No, but, um, but it was like <laughs> there were times when TJ Watt was out of the lineup. I felt some of the defensive linemen felt and were trying to do more. Yeah. And I get it because when TJ Watts out, everybody's probably trying to do more. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when Kitten you try to... said that was his uh, you know, that was part of his problem. Sometimes like... when you try to do more, you can actually end up doing less. That's I mean, I think I'm pretty sure it was the first Ravens game Cam Hayward said said that about that. Um, before I lose this, I want to bring it up and answer it because just to follow up, uh, Wes says, What was his cost? Yeah, I got that. Uh Wormley had signed a two-year deal for 4.5 million, you know. Because of the way they do the 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 signing bonus and everything, um, his he, he was paid he was paid two point two the first year, two point three the next. But the way it worked was it was one point six cap the first year, two point nine cap the second year. That's not expensive for what they for what they paid him for those two years. That was not expensive at all. So my thing is. I feel like over those two years, you got a 1.6 million for for 2021. Probably got your value for 1.6. In 2022, he was 2.9. You probably got your value in 2022 because he played better when he count when he did count more on the cap. Um, and when it comes to Wormley, because we're going to talk about that moving forward. To me, I think he's the kind of guy that the Steelers say, "Hey, you think you're going to be ready partway through the season?" We'll, we'll we'll sign you for the vet minimum, put you on pup until you're yep. ready. Um, that way you continue to train, you can continue to to get the to get the medical help that you need with everything, you know, rehab with us. Come back when you're back, finish it, you know, play the rest of the season once you're ready to play in the in the role that you were, and then you can hopefully be back to the same place that you were next year going into free agency, but not coming right off the injury. That would be the Steelers doing him a favor. And I, I and I, I don't see the downside in that uh, very much. I don't think it would, you know, you know, the, the, what the words escaping me, um, veteran salary benefit contract, which means they actually pay him a certain amount and he counts less towards the salary cap than what that amount actually is. Yeah. If he's willing to do that, because I mean, if someone else wants to go ahead and pay him now, even though he's hurt, Fine, I get it. I understand. But I could see the Steelers coming in later in the process because their philosophy also is you're you're a Steeler until you're not. So until March 15th rolls around and you sign with another team, 
even if it's March 25th rolls around, you haven't signed with another team. You're you're a stealer until you're not. So they're probably going to continue to 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 take care of him until he signs somewhere else, or then finally say, "Hey, Worm, listen up. This is what we can do." So, but I don't think he should be in the Steelers' plans next year because you just don't know if he'll be healthy. Right. Yeah. You you don't put him in there and say. Oh, we don't have to worry about defensive line because we got our first guy off the bench. No, because he's probably not going to be there yeah. the first part of the year, at least. But you also have some young guys. You really yes. do. Yes, so, do. So looking at last year, I also wanted to say you said about uh, about they, they weren't raised. They didn't get pushed around. Didn't it feel like they were getting pushed around at the end of 2021? Yes. Yeah, they they were getting and there were times that it seemed like off, they got pushed around, pushed yeah. off the line, and they had some times this year. Yes, where it felt like they were getting pushed around a bit, but overall, they did a fantastic job of of as as you could say of holding the line. Yeah, you know, it's the infamous surge on yeah. offense. You want to surge. You want to you want to push them back, and on defense, it's nice if you get some surge a yard in your direction, but even just holding the line is sufficient. Um, something here, I want to bring this up because Mark Tobin says, you know, cut Wordly and Splain, sign Sutton. You can't cut Wordly and Splain. They're, They're free, free agents. agents. You say, I mean, I understand to say don't sign them, but it's not like you're gaining anything towards the salary cap because they're not costing anything. They're not under contract. So um, maybe cut ties is perhaps what he meant there. Um but honestly, I don't think the Steelers are going to cut ties with Robert Splane. You know why? They don't have much else at the position right now. And even if they upgrade otherwise, I don't see them. There's especially in this draft, I don't see the Steelers going into the draft um, with a really big need anywhere. That's what they're they're going to do what they try to do every year, except they weren't able to really do in 2021, and that is fill their needs. So let's talk about that. Do you want to go ahead and talk about moving forward? Yes, let's move. So forward. let's talk about filling that need on the defensive line. Okay? okay. Because a lot of guys, you know, a lot of free you got you got Cam Hayward under contract. You got my um Montrevis Adams for contract under one for one more year. You've got you've got the rookies in um or not the rookies, sorry. The rookie contract guys is what i mean i've been yeah. thinking so much contracts i've been i've been you know taking all these guys on their rookie deals and, and bunching them together in louder milk and layout and technically you have another one that i'm in in the middle of uh getting ready to do his stuff for um from for my exit interviews for for tomorrow's is the, the steelers signed another one off the jets practice squad at the end of last year but never had him active um another defensive lineman uh when when wormley went down so that the you know, they had him, he was inactive, and they weren't having anyone like Loudermilk or someone inactive either. And they were they had someone like Rental Wren that was coming up being elevated off the practice squad when they wanted more defensive linemen. So you've got some of these younger guys. Tyson Alualu, he's a free agent, and I don't know any reason to to say Tyson. To to me, it's like, hey. It's been a great career. We appreciate everything you did. We're glad you could be here with us. <clears throat> Enjoy retirement. You know, maybe yeah. he's not ready to retire, but honestly, it's his his opportunities in the NFL might kind of force him into that. Yeah. Um I, I'd agree with that. Um, 
definitely, you know, you think of the guys we have who's who, who are free agents. He, he is one, and he is one that I'm like, mm, yep, not real worried about. Um, the bigger question, of course, is Larry O. Yes. That's a big one. So, so you got Larry O. So how big of a priority is it for the Steelers to re-sign Larry Ogunjobi? I That's, that is the big question. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's really the question. Like I, I, that I'm not sure about, I'm not sure how big a, I think it's a priority, but I don't know how big a priority for the Steelers okay. to do that. I think it's a priority to sign a Larry Ogunjobi type player. Correct. Whether it's Larry O or whether it's someone else it will ultimately be the factor. Now, already people already mentioned in the live chat. I was going to wait. We'll go ahead and bring it up now, even though we haven't even haven't even done our break. And that's one Javon Hargrave, grave digger, former third-round pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers, gone on to Philadelphia. The season that dude is having and the postseason he is having, he has basically played himself out of out of any chance for Steelers fans for him to come back. I hate to break it to you. I know you would love it. But that dude is going to get paid. He should, he's going to get paid. I mean, so much so, I would not be shocked. I don't know who else they have. I don't know who else they would do it for. I would not be shocked if the Philadelphia Eagles used a franchise, franchise tag, tag on him. Yep. That's the kind of player he's been. But they're so loaded at that position. They're so loaded at that position. I mean, I mean, they, they even got all. The guy Jeffrey Benedict wanted to not go to the Ravens that he knew wasn't going to make it to the Steelers last year um, that, that Philly traded up to grab um, the defensive all from oh, – help me out live chat. You know who I'm talking about. He actually got hurt against – I'm pretty sure against the Steelers and ended up on IR, but then he ended up coming back. Uh, I know s- someone will help me out. Um, oh, the, what? Mm. he doesn't play on this. See, this is what happens when draft stuff happens, and I – you forget about guys sometimes that don't go to the Steelers. But this was one that a lot of people would have really liked if the Steelers could have got him, but he wasn't going to be there. Twice. Thank you, Sherry Richards. Thank you, Sherry Richards. That would be Jordan Davis. Right? She was the first one who got it. A bunch of the other ones are, are jumping in there too. Thank you. I, I knew it was there. Jordan Davis. They have him. They still have Fletcher Cox. They have a number of guys on that defensive front. So – I don't know if they'll be able to afford to bring Hargrave back, especially if they're going to have to re-sign their quarterback. But, man, oh, man, I don't think they want to lose him. That that dude's had a season. I mean, he really has. So, so yeah. I don't know if he'll be – I don't know how if, – if he is available after all and then how much the Steelers could really do. Um, the Steelers don't have the cap space right now, but they have plenty of opportunity to create it. Um, so it, it, I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh no, the Steelers are in trouble. Yeah, they have half a million dollars right now. Really, that's all they have. But they have a lot. They have other contracts you can get rid of. Um, don't think Mitch Trubisky is going to be one of them. That's a whole different subject that we'll get to another time. Um, but I don't see William Jackson the third staying the way he is. And I've covered all that in plenty of my articles. But the Steelers can have can 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 you know they could get some cap space, 
but they're not going to be able to go that big in free agency because I think Javon Hargrave is going to be one of the biggest names out there. Here's my question when it when it comes to Larry O. Uh-huh. How did Larry O like playing with Cam Hayward? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear much from Larry O, did you? No, because, it, it, I mean, basically he stayed fairly quiet. Let the other guys that have been there for longer do most of the talking, and he just went out there and did work. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I really like him. Really he didn't practice very much because he was always dinged up. I I really liked he and Cam Hayward together. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I, I thought they were. That gave that gave that's the closest Cam has been to having a. I don't want to say like. I'm going to say caliber. A Stefan Tuit caliber player. Yes. Since the last time Stefan Tuit was on the on the field. Because I mean, think about that. In, in 2020, Cam Hayward, Stefan Tuit. And Tyson Alawalu, they were the best defensive front. Like if you look, you know, sometimes you, the numbers and everything they don't tell you quite as much. But if you wanted to look at their PFF scores, like I say, remember PFF is an opinion. It's an educated opinion because they look at every player on every play, so they educate themselves. But it's still an opinion. But in their opinion, all three of those guys, I'm pretty sure, were in the top 20 of defensive linemen for the league. Yes. When you got all three guys in the top 20, my goodness, that's something crazy. Yeah. So, so that it was now, can the Steelers get back to that kind of good? Maybe, <laughs> maybe they can, if they can get the right pieces going, can you get, can you get maybe a little bit more of a jump from a louder milk or a Liao? Maybe I think those are guys that are going to be able to, to add depth to you. Um, but I think they need that other guy with Cam one way or the other. And I think and, the best way to get it is probably going to be free agency. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think the best way to get it potentially is to re-sign Larry Ogunjobi. He's probably, yes, the but easiest way to do it. That comes down hired. to things, you know, how did, how did Larry O like playing with the Steelers? How did he like playing with Cam Hayward? How did he like? the defensive scheme. You know, there, there's a, there's a lot of things in that that were not. Was he happy here? Right. Was he happy in Pittsburgh? Bottom line. If you're happy enough in Pittsburgh, you want to stick around. If you're not, then I, then I get it. If yeah. he leaves, I hope he makes a killing because of compensatory formula. And some people are like, no, but I want the Steelers to be buyers. I think that they might not be as much. I'd love for Mason Rudolph to get a huge contract. That would help compensatory formula, things like that. Um, you know, if Cam Sutton doesn't stay, I hope it's because he makes a ton. That's what I. That's how I kind of feel about someone like a Cam Sutton or Larry Ogunjobi. I want them yeah. to stay. Terrell Edmonds, Demonte KZ, those guys. I want them to stay in Pittsburgh. Those th those main four. But if they don't, I hope it's. I hope they really really, really get something, you know, kind of like Bud Dupree when he left. If you're going to go yes. get a big contract to go. So, um, that, that, that's really, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. So who 
Let's take our break real quick because we have a little bit more to talk about. It's going to be really yes. late in the show. We're not going to have that much. You know, we're not going to go as late tonight just because we didn't have to talk about news at the beginning. So uh, if you're here with us on YouTube and Facebook, uh, we'll be back in a couple seconds. And here on the audio side, stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we're rolling on talking about the defensive line. So we talked about Larry Ogunjobi. Your your call, Rich, is you'd want him to stay. Yes. Would you like to see him stay for, like, how how big, how long? <laughs> In other words, he was here for one year, $8 million last year. All right. Okay. He's, he's how old? 20. Uh, you know what? That is a great question. Give, give me just a second and I'll have that answer. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's uh do do do. He is tw- he is 28. He will turn 29 on my oldest son's birthday. He will be 29 in June. Damn, I'm good. Man. Yeah. All so, right. but remember, it's one thing to bring in an outside guy over 30. This is a guy turning 29 that did spend a year with the Steelers already. Correct. But yeah. but I was looking at that to figure out how long do you go? <clears throat> I'd go three years. Okay. That would put him to 32. Um, What do we pay him this year? Eight million. Um, I'd go three years, twenty-seven. <laughs> Did you look in the live chat? No, Sherry Richards. <laughs> nice, years, because and then then I'd <laughs> then I'd structure a salary bonus so that you know the first year he might, you know, you could you could work that salary bonus, bonus, you know, that signing bonus out and spread out some and mess with your, with your contract years. Um, uh, I figured they'd probably want to have him sitting at about 7 million at the most on the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even six. Or, but, or you bump that number up knowing that you might not keep him around for it. Correct. I know that's, that is what it is, but sometimes that happens. Um, if you look at spot rack, uh, that's one one of the salary cap sites. They sometimes give you a calculated market value. Sometimes they're all over the place. You know what they have for Larry Ogunjobi? What's that? Eight million. Eight. Okay, <laughs> which is what he played last year. Um, which means that was fair. I'd be honestly, I'd even be okay if it was two. 
if you go, I said, I said three and twenty-seven. Yeah. I almost said three and twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, think about just think about two for sixteen. Think about two for sixteen, I, where you give him. Let's say he's got a two million dollar base salary, six million signing bonus. Here, here's why I think eight million base salary the next year. Hold on. That would that would that would make him count five million this year, and eleven the next, um, and then you just go from there. But yeah, I mean, if you feel like my my biggest concern, honestly, is that how little he could practice because of injury the second half of the season. That's the only concern I have with Larry L. I feel teams are going to offer him three years, which is why we ha- we'll have yeah. to offer him three years. Which I which which, which I can get that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I could see it, but I'd like to see him back. So the question is though, if the Steelers are willing to offer, let's say three years and $25 million for Larry O, what are they going to get? If it's not Larry O, if they're willing to pay the same amount, you know, that's the key. If yeah. you can get someone who you feel is better than Larry O for the same amount, you can do that. You also don't want to have to settle for someone who's not as good. And then you have to pay him as much money as you would have, you were willing to pay, pay Larry O as well. Those are good questions. Uh, speaking yep. of which, I got another question. Still haven't addressed the other elephant in the room. They're only on the field about 25% of the time, 25, 30, 30% of the time. What about nose tackle? What about nose tackle? What what do you what what how should the Steelers be looking at the nose tackle position for 2023? They shouldn't. You got you got no, I mean, you can have someone. I mean, I'm not talking about outside. Are you talking about look at who you got? Or are you talking about look at a free agency? Are you talking oh, about no. look at the draft? What no, I mean, you've, you've got to do no, something you've to have got, tackle. You've, you've got the guys that can play nose tackle. Mm-hmm. You got probably two of them if you really want to get technical with it. With you know, other than Adams, who's the other one? Loudermilk can play. Okay. See, Loudermilk was almost when he was first drafted, there was some of the Steelers beat reporters. That thought he was an outside linebacker, based based on so, some of his stuff. They weren't sure what he was going to be, you know. And then then you get the same kind of deal with with Leal. Those are guys that are on the outside. I would not be shocked if the Steelers do draft a player this year that is a a Javon Hargrave mold, meaning not like oh he's that good, meaning. He is someone who can play nose tackle, but is also skilled enough, doesn't have to play the zero in the one technique, could also play the two, the two or the three in sub package. That was the great thing about Javon Hargrave. You know, he was out there and I mean, and you basically had a three man rotation at defensive tackle with him and two. And they had someone else at the time. I can't remember going back at it too much, but when all three of them were out there, they were there. Then if not, you were going to have two of the three of them on the field anyway. Right. because of him still being able to be out there. And I would love for the Steelers to get a player like that. There are several of them that could be that possibility in this year's draft. Um, don't and, and honestly, having that extra second-round pick is a good spot for it, either the first one or the second one, if there's someone that really jumps out. True. Um, especially if they're able to sign and not someone else like Larry Okunjobi. I could see the Steelers. T- 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 tell me if I'm crazy or not. You're the crazy. Steelers, yeah, I know I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm crazy about this. The Steelers like to have pot, basically everything answered by the draft. Look at last year. The big question 
We've talked about it a bunch on here. Strong safety, strong safety, strong safety. Who's playing with Minka Fitzpatrick? The Steelers don't really have anyone. Is, are they really going to camel Miles Killebrew, who they know they just want to keep mainly as a backup and for special teams? You've got no one at strong safety. They've got to take one in the draft. What are they going to do? What did they do the week before the draft? They re-signed Terrell Edmonds. What did they do the Saturday of the draft that I think they announced on Monday? They signed Demonte KZ. They still tried to fill guys without having to go into the draft that they didn't have a starter. To me, if you get your defensive tackle, and it's not like DeMarvin Leal cannot get his name in the mix to make something else obsolete down, down the road. I'm not, I'm not downplaying that. He's a third-round pick. He's a, he's a guy that also helps with the versatility of the things that he can do. I'm not – I don't – kind of like Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward was not their answer on the defensive line going into his second year. He was not – even as a number, as a first round draft pick, it wasn't until a couple years into his career. My goodness, I can tell you here um, because I have it up here for just a second. Cam Hayward did not become a starter for the Steelers. He started zero games his rookie year and zero games his second year in the season. Second season. What am I trying to say, Rich? Second year in the league. <laughs> his sophomore season? His sophomore season, sure. He didn't become a he didn't start a game until his third year. And that was a number one draft pick, a first round draft pick. So the, that's the thing with the Marvin layout. It's not like he can't get into the mix here. But if this so if the Steelers sign a D tackle, they go in, let's say they bring back Lario, they got Cam, they've got Adams that could be the nose tackle. Then they have the freedom that if they do anything in the draft, it's an upgrade or someone that can take their time to work into the position. Thoughts. Right, because then does Leal become the new Wormley, your first guy off the bench? That's you know, get, could be get, very possible. Gets a lot of and, and notoriety then, there. And then you know, or as you said, do you look to get an upgrade if you get into that second round and got one of those defensive linemen there that you think could play those different techniques you were talking about more like a mm -hmm. Javon Hargrave? Do you then say, oh, we'll do that because we're not going to have to lean on this guy to be that all the time this year? Yeah. Um, let, let's look at this real quick. I'm, I'm sorry. This is These are snap counts, but these are PFF snap counts. They could be off a little bit of the regular snap counts. It's just what I have up um, because sometimes they count plays that are then called back on penalties, but they still grade them. So the it could be off a little bit, but they have you know Cam Hayward played eight hundred snaps. They haven't made eight hundred one. Um, Lario played six hundred thirty six snaps. Um, next was Chris Wormley with the three thirty eight. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about the Marvin Leal being in that position, he played one seventy five. If you you're, you're talking about doubling his snaps for this year, because Wormley, remember, he didn't get he got hurt um, in the next to last game. So you're talking about you could you would double Leal's snaps if he moved into that role. Um, Adams was at 281, and Aloalo was at 291 because once Adams was more than nose, Aloalo was was rolling in there. So you're talking about multiple guys that are that mm -hmm. that, that that are playing hundreds of snaps. So there's a role for it. So I I think the Steelers have some work to do here. So. I think we're almost ready for our for our big question. But what else do you want to have to say before we get into our big question here? Um, 
I will say this is that I'm with you. The Steelers have some work to do, mm-hmm. but I feel like the work they have to do this, that the, again, they're better off going into this off season than they were. Yeah. You know, when the official Stefan to announcement was made yes. last year, they're in, yeah. they're in a better place. Yeah. Part of me is wondering, okay, what's going to happen for the Steelers in June this year? You know, last year was the two at retirement, which was a surprise, but wasn't a surprise. The year before it was the DeCastro injury release retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, that the of where you have an expectation of something, and then you have to figure out an answer when you don't have it. I mean, if the I don't know if the Steelers had talked to Larry Ogunjobi before the Stefan to thing. I mean, I'm trying to remember the timing of it. I think they had worked him out right before that, but it's not like they had something lined up long-term and just needed to it to retire in order to have the cap space. Um, it seemed like they were dealing with that at the time. So I'm ready to ask you this. Are you ready for the question? Bring it. Okay. Now I'm, it's, I'm going to change. And it's funny. I, you have no heads up on this one this week. Nope. I didn't talk to you about it beforehand. Um, so Cam Hayward, I feel, was locked in. You know, he's coming back. He's under contract for a while. He, although, you know, he he was named to the Pro Bowl eventually, it was the third time in his career he had double-digit sacks. The other two times he was all pro. This year they, he, they didn't initially even have him on, on, the, on the Pro Bowl, which, you know, is several per per conference rather than starters for the whole league. Um, I thought, I thought he should have at least been more in the discussion, Uh, but there was a lot of good defensive line play across the NFL this year. That's part of the reason. So you got Cam Hayward, you got two more spots. I'm still going to talk about two spots because technically you got two starters and even that other one, you've got to roll into it. Now, before we talked about when we said people on the roster, like a Benny Snell when we did running backs, we counted him as being on the roster. I'm not doing that with Larry O. I'm not doing okay. that. To me, Larry O is going to be grouped into a free agent. Okay. Any player that's not under contract for the Steelers now, I'm doing it because I, I think it's necessary. So I'm going to ask you, because you're going to have to answer for two things, but it's right up the same alley as what we've been doing. So you got to give me two answers. The other two positions on the Steelers offensive, sorry, defensive line, got to remember what I'm talking about, are coming how for next year? On the roster, free agent, draft, trade. You can, so you can say two of the same thing. Yep. But you're going to be giving two answers. So remember everyone, hold up in the live chat. Don't jump the gun. I'll put it out there. Um, um, and, And then we'll bring them up. As soon as you go ahead and answer, then I'll answer. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready you for got? my answer? Okay. Uh, one of them is currently on the roster and one will be a free agent. Okay. So that's what the, 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 that you're going to have. So I ha- I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to change a little bit. I'm going to say free agent and draft. Okay. Not, I'm going to go that far. I think if they if they draft a defensive lineman that could play in some nose tackle high enough, I think by week one he could get there. We'll see. I'm hopeful, but we'll see. Here you go. Here we go. There are the questions out there for you all. Tell me. So there's going to be two of them. You know, you could say both free agent. You could say both on the roster. You could say one or the other. Both in the draft. 
both via trade, that would be bold. That would be pretty bold, wouldn't that you think? That would be very bold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Do you like the question, Rich? Do you think we did all right tonight? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So here you go. Yep. The winner of getting here first is also the winner who got to sit in my seats the last Steelers game this year. We have one Gabriel Golden. One roster, one draft. Okay. One roster, one draft. So maybe that means not a Lario. That means they draft a defensive tackle and they roll with Adams at nose. I don't, it could be several ways you could go with that. George Teston says draft and free agent. BF Bud says roster and draft. CD says roster or draft and roster. Same, same thing, but reversed. Okay. Uh, Brian Brown says draft and free agency. Tyler W says one draft, one free agent. Steel Dog 88 said, you're giving me three, Steel Dog. It's only two spots. It's the, the other first, two next to Cam. First, uh, what he's saying is the first one uh, is the draft, and the second one's free. Agent. Oh, okay. That's I'll, I'll look at it this way. First one's draft, second one's free agent. Okay. I, my bad. My bad. Uh, I don't I, know if that's what you mean, but that's what we'll read it. I, at first, yeah. I looked at it that way, and I was like, yeah. I looked at it way, like you did, yep. and then I was like, oh, no, wait. He's See, but to me, I'd put him in opposite order because free agency happens first, unless you think that the signing is not going to happen until after the draft, which was Larry O last year. So it could be – there's a lot of possibilities here. Okay. Uh, Mark Malone says one drafted, one free agent. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says one free agent, one draft. Um, great one says one draft and a free agent, and he goes specific to want it to be Larry O. Uh, Reginald Rivers says a free agent and draft. Uh, Wes says, uh, one, um, um, when he says UFA, I think he means free agent. I don't think he means like undrafted free agent. I think he means free agent. I'm pretty sure. He, he he'll clarify he, later. He means unrestricted, free unrestricted agent. free agent. Yes, not undrafted. They're, because uh, undrafted should be a UDFA. So yeah, so that so Wes is, has his terminology right, but that could con confuse some others. But yeah, his um uh, like uh, a free agent. Yeah, like me. No, I mean I I thought that's what he meant, but I was worried about mm -hmm. that. And one draft. Uh, here we go. Uh, Rick wanted to know about the Jets DT. I already talked about him. Um, brought him up earlier. Um. And like I said, he will be on on my Steelers exit interviews tomorrow um, on the website. Uh, Joseph Brown says draft and free agent. Okay. Uh, Richard Adamson says one draft, one free agent. Um, Steel Dog said you got it right, Rich. He of course just, I did. He was, he was doing that. That was, that, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, King Hutchinson says one draft, one free agents. Um, yes. And it's confirmed that he meant unrestricted free agent because you, you don't want to sign someone else's like that. Um, and uh, John McComb says draft and roster. Draft Dude, and you, roster. You, you skipped one. Did I? Whose did I skip? Sherry's. Oh, I didn't see a number. I'm sorry, Sherry. I there was other people free, saying things, and agency. I mean, I can't. I wouldn't have free agency no. and draft. We're not going to miss Sherry. So there you go. You free did. agency and draft. Well, no, we well, no, we didn't. I wasn't going to miss. We Sherry. momentarily did, but we weren't going to overall no, miss Sherry. We you can't didn't do that momentarily. You know? Anything. You, yeah, I might have. I didn't see Kathy's answer in here. I saw her in, in here early. I don't know if she had an answer here. Um, so so here we go. Uh, but that's so far, that's all we got. Um, if any more come come up, we'll uh, pop those up. But uh, whoo, it's 
Super Bowl's coming up. Therefore, there's not a lot of crazy news. You know, the Steelers did, you know, that it was a bummer to, to lose a coach. Um, we'll see if they even do anything uh, specifically to, to fill that role. It was something, you know, the Steelers did have an assistant outside linebackers coach that, that with that part, uh, don't know if they need another senior assistant defensive coach, but uh, that, but there, that could, be some things I would, if they're going to hire a senior assistant, I'd prefer it to be an offensive coach. Uh, that's just me. Um, but there'll, there'll be enough news coming with the Steelers, but there's one football game left. Um, I'm not even going to ask who you're rooting for. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I just, I hope it's a good football game uh, more than anything. Uh, make sure that you doesn't are matter. checking out. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I might matter. Not, I might not watch. If you, <laughs> I'll watch. Yeah. Watch it's football. <laughs> I got something better to do. I might do that. Um, if you're going to ask me, my, do you want to ask me a quick uh, score prediction for the game? We could. Steelers thirty-five, <laughs> Cowboys six. Steelers thirty-five, Cowboys six. Uh, Wes did ask this about um, comp pick for Flores. Uh, the answer to that is no on two fronts. One, it's because he was not hired as a head coach. But two, more importantly. Because the Rooney rule expanded to coordinators, but not the compensation rule, from my understanding. It's still his head coach and GM. But the bigger reason is that a coach has to be in an organization for two years before they leave. Um, Flores was only here for one, so or two seasons, sorry. Um, so, therefore, definitely there was no way for them to, to get that pick there. So, um, yeah, you know what? You want to see that? Watch a replay, right? <laughs> Um, if, if you want to see the Steelers in the Super Bowl, you know what? Maybe I'll just go back and, and watch the Steelers Seahawks again. Um, although that wasn't other than the glorious 75 yard touchdown run. That's not like that was the epitome of fantastic play for the Steelers. Um, uh, how about the Randall out of Heinsport touchdown? Yeah, that was pretty good. Then, but then I, I still get nervous watching Super Bowl 43. <laughs> And I even know what happens. I'm still <laughs> because I the 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 flashbacks of the nerves just come back. Um, but uh, make sure you're checking out all our podcasts. Um, like I said, before you know it, we'll have a different logo behind us. We'll have a different name that pops up on your screen with the alert. But it's going to be the the Sable Scobros coming at you just the same PM on a Tuesday night. It's going to be two ugly dudes on a Tuesday night. Yeah, so uh, that's just that's just what we're going to have to do. So, Rich, anything you want to say to close us out here tonight? Um, I will say this, although I'm not sure whether or not I'll actually watch all if or any of the game on Sunday. I will say this: I'm going to be sad that that NFL football is over. Yeah, and I have to say that because you know we 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 could technically say we could still watch Pittsburgh football if you want to go the route of the Maulers. No, that's that's watching uh, Canton football. Canton football, okay? Um, but, you yeah. know, I, well, I had to say that because, you know, I know what a huge fan <laughs> Brian Anthony Davis is of, of the Pittsburgh Maulers. Um, yeah. That stalwart logo. And that, yeah. <laughs> and that's about as far as I'm going to go with that. But, yeah. Hey, it, it when it comes to the football season, it's fun, it, you know. It's been a blast. I love football season, um, and football season will officially end this Sunday. But our season doesn't end. 
Why? Because as oh. soon as we're into the off season, we're, you know, we're technically already rolling with it. You know, yeah, we are. Um, we are rolling off season because what else would you rather do than talk about Steeler football? I mean, I could probably talk Steeler football every day if you really, really wanted me to. Um, it just takes somebody walking in my office and seeing either my terrible towel on the wall or my Pittsburgh Steeler flag or. Or, or something, and they make, or, or you know, they they make a comment. Boom! That's it. I'm going talking about Steelers. Forget about it. So, um, you know, you know, we have changes coming up on the podcast side, but we're really the changes are minimal. We're still going to be here every Tuesday night talking Steeler football, and isn't that what really matters? Can't wait. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.